This is a HeadGum Podcast. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Thank you for waking us up today. We are alive and well. Father, we ask that you would touch every heart that is heavy, every heart that is saddened, every heart that is just down, every heart that's just like, I have done everything that I know to do. I don't know what else to do. And Father, I ask that you would remind them of your word that says, having done all to stand, stand therefore with the with the breastplate of, of righteousness, the shield of salvation, the pretty much the armor of salvation. That's what we need to just stand there because we know that our God is with us and he never, never leaves us. And we thank you that you are preparing us and cultivating a ripe, full harvest. So it may be dark, it may be gloomy, but you are letting our roots grow deep. And we thank you that you are cultivating us and bringing us forth in fullness. And we love you and we bless you. We say amen and amen. All right, and we had another fabulous week of Drag Race! Great gosh almighty! This week, it was a ball, honey. They had to serve three looks, and I was very much here for it. My favorites are my queen. She's your queen to be. Miss Simone, girl, she really, really turned it for me. I lived, I lived, I lived. Honey, her legs look like milk chocolate sticks. I just want to... Lick it, bite it. Oh, we see you. Oh, so good, girl. I love her. Um, Miss Candy Muse put me through it, girl. When she came down in that latex looking good, girl, the hair was right. The makeup was right. The look was right. The maggot tricks, the maggot tricks, the magic tricks really, really gave me my life, girl. And then the cloak, I was done. Um, Miss, who else? Miss Rose. It was very, very fabulous. I lived. I lo- And I live for that hair. Rose is really, really turning it, and so did Got Mick. I love the point of view. But can we say Miss Utica? Utica looks like the guy from Sister Act 2, the one with the little her, her, her voice from Sister Act 2. Go back and watch it. That's Utica, uh, at least in her boy confessionals. But I love Utica's look. It was fabulous. I, bitch, I want it. I want to wear it. The whole thing from start to finish was absolutely gorgeous, and I am here for it. Okay, that part. Dot com, girl. Okay. Boom. Wendy Williams said, how you doing during this quarantine season? Oh, she passed away? Oh. And blessed us with two Lifetime projects this weekend. Her biopic, Wendy Williams, the movie, and a documentary, Wendy Williams, what a mess. I, I don't... Oh, the flies are back. Oh, God. Through both projects, she revealed and also confirmed quite a few moments from her life, from her weight struggles to climbing the ranks of radio and even her liposuction and breast implants. Do y'all remember that when Wendy Williams came back with a new body? We was like, wait a minute, bitch. Look at them Tito bitties, girl. That's, Wendy Williams truthfully has the 90s bottoms just side. No, you know when everything was just more about the boobs than the ass. I mean, black men were always about the ass, but the 90s was more like, if you had titties, baby, we didn't need the booty. You know, it was very bad. Kraft has launched a pink macaroni and cheese. Kraft mac and cheese, what are y'all doing? But maybe I should wait before I judge. They're doing a candy-flavored mac and cheese for Valentine's Day. 
and it's pink. Okay. Apparently, they give you flavor packets so you can add as much sweetness as you like. That sounds gross. If you're interested, you have to head over to the Craft official site to get some before February 14th. Now, I don't know if you all are caught up, but basically, people from a Reddit group decided that they would troll hedge funds and purchase stocks from GameStop, making the share go from $40 to $400 in days. We're not going into the details of this, but basically, some people made a few coins, girl. Like, some people were able to pay off their student loans and debts. But one story was really so cute. A fifth grader named Jaden Carr made a little over $3,000 from his 10 shares of GameStop stocks. Isn't that really cute? In 2019, he received them for Kwanzaa. His mother said back then that she purchased them for $6. Girl, that's a good deal. Jaden says he's going to invest $1,000 and the remaining money will go into a savings account. Come on, Jaden, with good money management. Yes. Talking about privilege of the sex worker, my dear, honey, when you have the complexion for the collection, bitch, people will buy anything, okay? Now, speaking of making money moves in a pandemic, a porn star, hi, Bella Delphine, made a million dollars in November on OnlyFans, okay? Some of y'all like, damn, she must have been getting her kitty cat punch wore out, girl, just sucking on toes, feet, doorknobs, and everything. (gasps) No, ma'am, you know how that young lady made her money more? Y'all remember that little boy? He said, you know what he did? This young lady sold her dirty bath water, and used condoms. I'm going to say that one more time, okay? This young lady, now we already know she was white. This young lady sold her dirty bath water and used condoms. So for me, can we just pause right here? I just want to know, are they drinking this bath water like they used to do with the ladies' shoes and drink champagne in the 90s? Gross, okay? Because what if she got athlete's feet and you drink that, okay? What if this lady had, like, a UTI and you drank her bath water? Or what if she had some of the bump bump or the drip drip and now you got it? That's gross. Now let's talk about these used condoms. Are you putting them on? Like, are you sniffing them? Are you inhaling them? Are you reusing them? What if the people that she slept with got the drip drip? Now you got it, but you done paid for it and she done made money. You know what? After all of this foolishness, I'm going to count this young lady a success story, okay? Only in America, only in America can you say, you know what, bitch? I was going to wash my ass for free. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to sell this bath water, bitch. I'm going to make some money. And you know what she did? She is living very fine and fabulous. We're not going to hate on this lady. We're going to say, bitch, you wish you did it first. Bitch, think about all the hot baths you done soaked in and and just let all your feelings and emotions just come out in because you was just depressed at home in the bathtub. You could have sold it, bitch. Ain't you mad? Mad. Bitch, that could have paid your water bill and everything. Shout out to Bella Delphine, girl. Make your money, girl. Make your money. Okay. Gross. I really want to know. Can we play? What she needs to do is email the people who purchased and find I want to know what they did with it. Somebody, can we get these people on the phone line? Like, what did you do with the bathwater? Did you add it? Is it a ritual? Girl, that sounds like witchcraft. 
I'm scared. I don't, I'm not scared. We plead the blood over that. But all right, cute for you. All right. This week, we have a very, very special guest. He's an executive. Okay, an executive. Okay, producer. He is a writer. He is an actor. Okay, give him his Emmy and his Oscar. He is a host. He is a singer. I don't know if he can sing good, but, you know, anybody can hold a note. The Bible said make a joyful noise. So as long as it's noise, I guess it counts. Mr. Matt Rogers! Monique Hart, hello. And also, I just want to say, it's not about being able to sing. It's about how much you want to sing, okay? Uh, lies, fairy tales, and deception, but okay, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I mean, if that was the case, I don't think Ariana Grande... Actually, let's say there are... No, because she's an actual singer. Let's say it like she's this. She's a there singer. Are, there are a lot of people who are singing that make money that shouldn't be because they have a desire to. I mean, yeah. To. Oh, okay. Listen, that's just, that's, just the, that's just the biz. You just got to look <laughs> right. Yeah, you know that's the damn truth, bitch. Give her some more <laughs> auto-tune, please. A little bit more reverb. And turn <laughs> the lights down. It. That part. <laughs> Dim lighting and no sound. There that we go. part. Now that's Just the mouth industry. it. Mouth it. Okay. <laughs> but you got to make sure that you know your words. Like, who who messed up their uh their their Saturday Live uh, performance? Oh, Ashley it? Simpson, iconically. Yes, didn't she do the little huckabug thing She did the, 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 the jig. She it, was, well, she, she was like lip-syncing to the wrong track, so they couldn't even lip sync to the right yeah, track. Yeah. And then she 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 did that like hoedown. Yeah, it was so bad. I was just Not wanting good. her just to go, hello, world America. Start it over again. <laughs> just play it off. Like she was like, yeah, I don't she know was what to do. The deer in the headlights moment. You know what's funny? I when I, I was in high school when that happened, and I was a f- big fan of Ashley Simpson. I had seen her live two times. I was like that kid in high school saying he was quote unquote straight who had two Ashley Simpson ticket concerts. It was not, not, not it. She, you know, I gotta believe that. I gotta believe, because she was a cute girl, and she wasn't like... She was like the rocker. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It was funny. Okay, I met her live at, um, not live. I met her at the House <laughs> Laboratories uh, event in uh, Los Angeles when Lady Gaga came out with her House Labs. Yeah. And she's dating or is married to, I believe, Diana Ross's son. Married, yep. Um... And so we're all kiki in there. And Shangela goes, you know, this has been a good old time. How many of y'all want to go line dancing after this? And just Shangela didn't recognize it. And her face just shattered because she recognized who was there with her. And she just turned, she grabbed me and she just walked away. And I was like, bitch, you should, I'll tell you in the car. I'll tell you in the car and I'll tell you in the car. And when she told (sighs) me, I was like, girl. Wait, you're saying like she said the hoedown thing, the line dancing thing, and Ashley Simpson's yeah, face dropped? Yeah, she was right there. Yeah, we were keeping, but she was thinking like it would be fun to like go line dancing. Not yeah, thinking. she wasn't. She wasn't dragging her. She no, was just saying, she, "I want a line dance." <laughs> yeah, it was gag. It was gagging, and she I recognized, mean, yeah. and she was like, "Oh," and she just walked away. Okay, Not Matt, the here words we go. for the moment. <laughs> here we go, Matt. You have been working nonstop. Stop in this Trying. quarantine. Okay, you've been writing, acting, doing everything. As a kid, did you see yourself like being here and doing this? 
Yeah, kind of. I mean, like, I wasn't good at anything else ever. I was just good at being, like, a fool. So I was like, I mean, I have none of these skills. Like, you know how in school they make you do math and science mm-hmm. and all the classes? I was like, we need to streamline this because mm-hmm. we need to skip ahead to the part where I don't have to do all this shit because I'm useless. It's a waste of your time, the teacher. It's a waste of yeah. my time, the student. Uh-huh. So let's just get to the point where um, I can be uh, comfortable enough to act a fool in front of people and maybe make some dollars for it because this is not it. The trigonometry of it all. So when did you decide to just get paid to be a fool? (laughs) Well, I feel like when you decide to get paid is not when they start paying you. (laughs) Right. Okay. So I guess I started, I started to try to get paid, but I was in college. Like by the time I got to college, like that's when I came out of the closet and started doing what I really wanted to do. So then I, I was at NYU and I just started like bouncing around the city, trying to perform wherever they would have me. You know what I mean? What were you performing in New York City? I did a lot of sketch comedy and I was like um, like an improv kid. Like I oh. was just do- doing whatever I could and I kind of just got into a little bit of musical theater. And honestly, I would say yes to anything. I was in like anyone's video. I was in doing any show. I was one of those people in New York grinding through my 20s, like doing five, six shows a week, like sometimes three a night, like just yeah. bouncing all around trying to do the thing, you know. It, and you but- made it. Yeah, and I was waiting tables at the same time, like truly in the worst places. Yeah, you can only do that in New York in your 20s. You can't like move in your yeah. 30s and go, I'm going to go to New York and I'm going to be somebody. Like, yeah, it gets no. harder. Yeah. yeah, because, um, you know, you can be broke in your 20s and live on your friend's couch or, you know, three people in a tub, you know, paying oh, yeah. the rent. Yeah, there but was when four you're of like us in my 30, apartment. You're like, yeah. I can't be broke because, um, now, first of all, where are you going to serve at, right? It's cold no, yeah. in New York. So, like, if you are outside, like, bitch, no, ma'am. Yeah, DoorDash no. is trash, okay? So, like, no one's doing that. I mean, so- I feel so bad for everyone that's trying to come up now. Because I think, like, my like my life coming up in my 20s would be impossible now because yeah. of everything going on. Like, you very, just couldn't do true. it. So, I'm kind of thinking to myself, like, how are the young artists, like, the young comedians, the young, you know, drag artists, the young actors, whatever, like, you know, it would be impossible. Like, it, it's just crazy. Yeah, so true. I was looking, uh, Cicely Tyson just passed recently, yep, I believe it was this week, and I had watched earlier, I believe it's Lynn Whitfield's um, mm-hmm. documentary, and she was talking about how she went from New York, you know, working to trying to move it to L.A. and just recognizing, like, the hustle is just yeah. so serious. So. Just answering the question, I think they really have to work like digitally because yeah. even if you have one good show, you still can't pay the rent off of that. So like you need no. something to continue. You to need go. volume. Like it, it's so funny, too, because like obviously there's the new season of Drag Race and and like I know Rosé from New York and I also knew Jan last year. I was at Jan's very first drag show ever at the Lady Liberty uh, pageant in New York. And now I'm thinking to myself, like, it's so hard for anyone because that's how you get out there and cut your teeth by going and doing new shows so it's not i was thinking like it's hard for comedians it's hard for everybody because new york is already hard then you take the new york out of new york it's crazy you got to get online you got to get online and then i feel like that might be even harder because at least before they would at least let you walk in the door now online bitch they'll just look at you and just go click Click. <laughs> Click. Swipe. Swipe girl, the wrong way. Girl, yeah, no, it's t- it's so much. And also, you know what, too, about online is like 
you're so um, exposed to everyone's opinions. Yeah. So it's not like it's not like where you get on stage in New York and you get off and you can go home if you don't, if you don't want to hear it, what anyone has to say about it. When you post online, it's like, yeah. oh, here's everyone and their mother and their uncle and their aunt and their cousins. From opinion. Timbuktu. From Timbuktu. You'll be like, wait a minute. <laughs> Wait, y'all don't even live here. Why are y'all commenting? That's just yeah. rude. And everyone's like, face, everyone's picture on Twitter is like a, an anime character and not themselves. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just it's, like, who are children, you? Children. Yeah. It's it's the, you know, bullshit. Wild. Anyway, here you go. Um, you and <laughs> Bo and Yang from Saturday yes. Night Live have great yeah. chemistry on Las Culturas. Uh, <clears throat> I love that name. You've had, uh, you've had that podcast for six years. Mm. Who has been your favorite? I don't think so, honey. Ooh, you know who always does good I don't think so, honeys is my dear friend Joel Kim Booster. He's an amazing stand-up. He always comes through with the good I don't think so, honeys. We had is Nicole Byer. Is he that Byer Asian on. guy that yes. is really muscular? Yes. He's okay. a hottie. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had Nicole Byer on, and she's always fun. I know, I know you've had Nicole. She she's the is best. A comedian. Yes, I mean, she's fire. And truly anyone that comes on and just has something to say and scream is you'd be you'd be incredible you got to come on and do it i don't think so honey well talking about screaming for our listeners this is the segment where we give our guests 60 seconds to rant about any element of culture that is frustrating them (gasps) do you have some yeah i mean i i actually have to do one later today but i will do one right now so this is if i had to rant then i would say i don't think so honey this wendy williams movie okay because i watched it last night and this shit was too long For every movie, we need to cut a half hour out. But for this one, we needed to cut 45 minutes out. Okay, because let me tell you something. The girl who was playing Wendy, she was her name is Sierra Payton. She was giving you everything, a good grounded performance. But bitch, the script is too long. What is with these movies needing to fill time? Cut it back. I understand Wendy had a heart. I get it. But then we're talking like for 45 minutes about the husband. And I'm like, you know what, girl, move on. I want to see something else. Like, I just feel like it's two hours of the movie and then a two-hour documentary right after this is four hours of Wendy. Yeah. Girl, it's how you do and we get it. I mean, we can move on. Okay. <laughs> Ouch. Okay. <laughs> Oof. I, I will like give the- you this. I will give you this. I will give you this. I did watch the Fantasia Barino Lifetime special. I love, well, starring Fantasia herself. And that one, there were parts that did kind of drag as well. So I, but Lifetime is only good. When they do this, this is the Lifetime uh, series formula. This is what needs to happen. You need to see some woman doing her thing. Woo, 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 right? And then heartbreak, devastation happens. Ugh! She falls away. She doesn't know what to do. And she somehow gains her strength back and she needs to chop, kill, or slaughter somebody. And then she's like perfect again. This is what we needed in the Wendy Williams. This is what probably should have happened. She probably should have... Talked about how she was like self-made, doing her thing. Uh-huh. Talking about, uh, you know, her the hot ninety-seven years, like the years when she dragged Whitney, Whitney, Wendy, 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 Wendy. That whole oh, we, era. we get a little bit of that, yeah. Uh, how they wanted to come up to the studio and like beat her up that day. The girl, yeah. I forgot who that was. The plastic surgery, her doing this story probably should have been maybe an hour and thirty minutes. Literally, they have all that, but it's just like it's just like it took a little too long. Like the movie was just a little too long, and I'm I'm looking at my watch, being like, I mean, I'm a Wendy Williams fan. Like I'm down for anyone Wendy Williams content. So for me to be at home, being like, yeah. let's speed this along. Yeah, you know what the thing is too. It's like it's so crazy because watching it, it's like 
everything she goes through is so hardcore in real life. Like mm-hmm. she had to get an abortion. She was assaulted. Yeah. Yeah. She um, had to deal with her husband. You know, it was not easy for her in her career. They didn't uh-huh. treat her well in the beginning. But it's so funny because like it's Wendy and she's such a larger than life character. It's like watching like a Bugs Bunny biopic and you hear that he went bankrupt. It's like all these grounded problems, but it's like this larger than life character. So it's uh, like it's hard to get on board, but once you're on board, it's it's pretty fun. So it shouldn't have been on Lifetime. It should have been one of the E. Where are they now? <laughs> I'm saying that very very that you know. Well, that's sad because I I was really thinking like, well, well, here you go. I'm not surprised because I felt like even on her show they kept showing the same like her fainting. Mm-hmm. her like the whole Calvin Hunter thing and then her yeah. and the climb up. So I'm not surprised. You know, it's pretty much like what they did with Wild Wild West, how they showed the best parts in the in the preview. <laughs> yeah, that's how and it then goes. You, yeah, very, very that. Well, well the how, thing, the th- how was the, the documentary like, then? Sh- the documentary was, was better because it's like, it's just her sitting there and it's just a little bit more raw and real because... But the, here's the problem with both. She is the EP of both. So she's uh, completely in control of the narrative that they tell. So in that way, it's kind of like always letting her off the hook. Like she's honest about her her drug problems and everything like that. But I'm I'm like, you know, with these biopics, we need a third party to be making them because that's yeah. how you really get into the intricacies of who the person is. So for me, it's like I, it's like a a self-authorized biography in a way where I'm like, I don't know about that. Mm. Because I thought she was, I was, I wanted to know, was she going to go into, like, we know that she went to rehab and when she came back for the sober living, but like when you mm-hmm. came, this is how I feel, because right before she came out with this movie, yeah. Wendy had come back on television and they were doing the actual show where they had like the at-home guests, they had the workers who were the audience. Yeah. And then she had like two times where she went like a little like down, like her wiring looked like it, like somebody said off. And she was like, hmm. Yeah, yeah. So well, like, well, sh- well, what's that, Wendy, when he was already divorced, mm-hmm. he was already gone. Like, and if the baby's supposed to be three, she said. Yeah. Then wait a minute, Wendy, how was the baby three? And this only came out two years ago. Who so I, I'm I just the timeline, some of the story, whatever. Anyway, cute for her. Well, any any facts that come out of Wendy's mouth, you know she's got an accuracy rate of about six percent. So yeah, like her when you when Trump you, people are one and the same. Yeah, literally. Mm-hmm. When you when you watch like her go off on her hot topics, which I love watching because I love her. Right. But it's so funny because she's rarely ever saying the tea. She's she's always kind of like exploring what could be and what she thinks and her extrapolations and uh-huh. her takes are fun, but rarely is it true. So you know true. what I mean? Sad. Sad. Oh, but we watch it though. We be like, bitch. And tell we me will what keep you think watching that bitch it. did. We will. I do. I mean, some things I'd be like, Wendy. Uh, this well, is why she's I love not her. the news. She's a she's talking not. head. She's not the news. She's, she's not the news. Not. But the news ain't the news. So I exactly. mean, <laughs> at this point, it all makes sense because it's all what produced. Okay, yeah. now here you go. Hot dog. The new season drops on HBO Max. How yes. did you prepare for this season compared to the next? Well, basically, we shot the both. So the, for everyone that doesn't know, Hot Dog is a dog grooming competition show on HBO Max, and I'm the host. So it's me, Robin Thede, who's incredible. She's one of the judges. And then Jess Rona, who's like the other the head, the head judge. And she's like 
the empress of dog grooming on Instagram. She's got mm-hmm. like a shop in LA. She's amazing. And so th- groomers that are incredible all around the country come in and they compete for $10,000 on each episode. And we shot That's it fair. all. Well, yeah, because it's it's not like Drag Race where it's like every week you see the same girls. No, 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 no. The- Okay, that's why. Because there it's was like this chopped. one. No, there was this one dog competition where they gave yeah. away two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. It was, was it, like what, er, it was an early. Ooh. It wasn't a grooming show, but it was like who had the best control. Yes, we watched it. Me and Assad watched it during COVID. Like it is two hundred. Yes, and whoever the winner is, the dog died, but the cute guy has some his own channel on like. Oh, amazing. Yeah, but two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, that's so, that's a check. I mean, that's a check and a half. That's for a not, dog. Yeah, that ain't us. I guess we're on a budget. Okay. But but this is more like chop, where it's like di- three different contestants every episode. So okay. no, it's not like they're hanging out all season and then okay. at the end there's this big prize. But it's fun. I mean, it, it's such a blast. I didn't know anything about dog grooming at all. To be honest with you, I wasn't even really a dog person when I went and hosted the show. I'm like, are you sure you got the right girl? Um, but then afterwards, I was like it's kind of awesome what they do. And they like color the dogs. Like uh-huh. there's an episode on this season coming up, which is they had to take a dog and make them into a pop star. And uh-huh. one of them made a Lady Gaga dog. One of them made a Lil Wayne dog. And one of them did a Gwen Stefani dog. And it's unreal. Like these people are so gifted. It's cool. Okay. I'm nervous about that Lil Wayne dog. I'm just going to say that out loud so that people can hear my, my facial expression set. <laughs> Don't be nervous. The person grooming him was what did did the right thing. Because oh, I just watched the show the other day, and it was this country white man. And he said, look, this is no. Don King's cousin, and it was a troll in a glass jaw. And I said, no. Okay. This uh, was a black, a black gentleman did the grooming. Okay, good. Because, you know, yeah. Little Wayne is on the fence right now, and he is with the coonery. Okay, so Oop. I said it. It's fine. Him and Lil Boosie. Okay. Um... <laughs> What can we expect on this season of Hot Dog? Shenanigans, all sorts of, uh, you know, hairdos on dogs. You didn't know what that could be possible. Is there drama between, like, the competitors? Like, they'd be like, you better get away from my dog over here, bitch. Like, your dog is crunchy as hell. You got one leg, You know what? (laughs) No, I wish there was a little bit more than that. But this is a very positive show. I mean, honestly, like, to be real, it's a very feel-good show. It's not like there's any backstabbing or debauchery happening. As much as I wish... I could see some of that. If there was any of that, it happened off camera because people were upset they didn't win. Okay. We need to find out what this show is because they had drama. Like, there yeah. was this one lady and, like, her dog could do nothing wrong. And, like, the the judges would say, like, your dog, like, you know, like, for the, the little uh, dog contest, they have to, like, run around and, like, Yeah, the Westminster. This. Yeah, and all of this yeah. stuff. And the judges were like, your dog doesn't listen to you. And she's like, but it does. And she's like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Get over here. Stop that. Stop that. And you're, you're like, girl. And I mean, bitch, just when it's drama. So anyway, I know, you know what I learned? I, I didn't know this, but like the, the head judge Jess was always like, you know, you're really not supposed to yell at dogs. What you do is you talk to them on their level and she'll just like, it's amazing what she does because she'll just get on their level and be like, Hey, Hey buddy, how's it going? Well, you're going to behave. You're going to behave. And then the dog like soothes. It's crazy. The dog like drops in. She's got powers. Right. Now, here we go. This is my question for the people who are listening. How do we get our dogs on the on the show? Well, it's kind of interesting. Like uh, the contestants can bring their own dogs if they want 
Or some we had one episode which was a rescue dog episode, which was really cute. It's the third third or fourth episode of the first season. And it was like all the dogs were rescue dogs. And at the end of the episode, they got the opportunity to be adopted and they were all adopted. So that's kind of how they find them. Like I think if you live in the LA area, you could like volunteer the dog, but you know. That, so it, it's, it's, so cool. it's not like if you have a dog, you and your dog get to go on the show. It's you, the no. contestant, and they will give you a dog. It's literally, it's the groomers competing, and there's one, the first round, they all get the same dog, and they do like a mini challenge. So we have which is to like, be a groomer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, okay, so, so here we go. Yeah, this is not like makeshift. These are people that are like the best in the biz. Like they are, they're from all over the country. We had this woman from Arkansas come in who was a genius. She would carve like a gorilla's face into the back of her poodle and then color it. And I'm telling you, like it was a gorilla staring at you. It, the people are artists. It's kind of like, like drag, like like they would they would drag up their dog. We had dogs coming out in wigs. We had an Elizabeth Taylor dog. I hope there's an ugly ass French bulldog that somebody dolled up. Because when <laughs> they get dolled up, I think they are the cutest little. They look like Lady Bunny, just in yeah. drag. That's what they look like. <laughs> yeah. Um, I want. I can't wait to watch the show. I'm gonna call it's my good. manager and ask for his HBO Max passcode. <laughs> um, everybody Cor- else, Corey will give it up. He gives it up. <laughs> or you, wait, you are the host of the show. So yep. um, don't you get a free HBO Max? You think and no. And also in the beginning when HBO Max was not on Roku, I had a hell of a time getting HBO Max on my thing. I had to buy an Apple TV just so I As could watch myself on my own show. As the host. As the host. They couldn't even supply. Shade, so forget about $250,000 check. They couldn't even give me a Girl, they're not even code. trying to give you $12.99 so you can watch for free. <laughs> I'm wow. saying. That's I'm saying. Well, look, that sounds real fun. I, there is an entertainer from a YouTube series called Chasing Atlanta. Um, mm-hmm. And he is a dog groomer. And he does, he works with like Missy Elliott and mm. all of these like big Atlanta or East Coast so I would love to see. I'm going to see if you can get on this show. So we just go to the website and audition and apply. Like, how do you do that part? I feel like, yeah, they're, they're, I know they're casting for the second season. They haven't Ooh. announced They haven't announced that they're going to pick it up for a second season, but I know they're casting. So it's pretty easy. I, I mean, if, if, you, if you Google hot dog casting, if you're a groomer out there and you want to get on the show and try to win 10K, which is maybe it's not 250, but it's not nothing to sneeze Look, at. Look, 10,000 right now when Hose is hungry, okay? And we Hello. had Kamala's nephew out here wearing $2,000 sneakers. So, That's you know. <laughs> Cute for you, tragic those, light skin those, bitch. Those were those were some shoes. But you know, light skin folks do shit like that. Anyway, it's fine. <laughs> they coming back in season. It's fine. They coming back. They coming back. Light skin people coming back. Um, here we go. Last question. Last question. What okay. can you tell us about this Showtime plot? Oh, the Showtime pilot. Okay, so um, basically, I'm gonna be working on a show that Vanessa Bayer is starring in, and she created called I Love This For You. And um, it's a it's like sort of like the devil wears Prada at QVC. So if you can imagine the high stakes world of like fashion, but take that and put it at QVC, it's Oh, amazing. I want to watch already. Yeah, I so watch, I sh- I've QVC shoot the- is stressful. Like, oh, yeah. you just see like when, I guess when you watch um, Shark Tank or whatever, and then they'll yeah. do like uh, the follow-up of whoever that lady from Shark Tank who works for QVC is she's like following up with them and you see them yes. a year later and they're like, I'm so nervous to go on right now. Like, and you're live. Hello. Well, so it's I live just, TV. Um, yeah. I mean, even even though people think like, oh, it's just like, you know, like 
women's clothing, whatever. Like, don't get it twisted. Like, that is a high stakes world. It's a lot of pressure to put on a live show. And also, you do need to be like an engaging performer and person in order to sell that stuff. So, the show is basically about this woman who's played by Vanessa Bayer, who, when she was a little girl, she had leukemia. And the way that she got through it was she would watch QVC all day. And so now, cut to her adult life. She is looking for a way to set out in the world and she gets an opportunity to audition for QVC. And um, the show is about what happens when she gets the job. And it's a hilarious script. It's so funny. And uh, we shoot the pilot next month and hopefully it gets picked up to series so we can do the whole show on Showtime. Yes. Well, look, we want good things for you. Ladies and gentlemen, and all of our gender rebels, we had Matt Rogers from the House of Rogers. Ah, you're the best. Um, You were fabulous. This was great. Please stay tuned. Where can the people follow you? You can follow me if you choose at Matt Rogers, though, which is Matt Rogers, T-H-O, on Instagram and Twitter. Or you Mm -hmm. can listen to my podcast, Lost Culturistas with Bo and Yang, which is always at least mildly entertaining. I heard that you have a feet-only fan page. Is that true? What? No! My feet are not on the internet. That's what I I, wait, I, I, wait! If I do have a feet only fans, I don't know about it, and I need to know about it because you should be collecting checks because that was because I the... should be getting some coins because not for nothing. But they're the they, these stakes are they're big, but they're they're looking okay. Oh, if I can okay. make money for it, well, maybe. But it, the question was up here, so I decided to ask you. So go. But ahead. where did that question come from? Like, I don't know whose look, research we, was this. Look, we went online and it said only fans. Boom. <laughs> Which I girl, I wish. Give me six months. If the pilot doesn't get picked up, then I will be on only fans. It's only feet. Girl, it could be. It'll be a lot more than that. I, if I do an OnlyFans, it's going to be more than just feet. Okay, I'm going to give everyone what they pay for. Foolish, you shouldn't. See, people will pay extra for feet. They can well, see. They can get dick from anybody, but toes are hard to come by. So you should. Not this dick. Okay, <laughs> Matt Rogers. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> he got friendly. If you need some, he's giving it out. You know, if people need help with their rent. People need help with their groceries. If you. <laughs> Yeah, I have, an, I have an extra arm. Oh. Whoop. Well, okay, well, here's the question. People want to know, are you good at it? Because you could have it, but if the stroke game is whack as hell. You know, I have, I, I have no have complaints. List? That's what folks always say, but you actually don't hear back from them. Um, do you have someone we can call back and get a review from? Yeah, you know your manager, Corey Anderson. <laughs> Lovely. Danielle, make sure you keep that part in here. And that was that. We'll see you next time on Ace of Hearts. We had Matt Rogers. Mwah. See you next time. Girl, now it's your time. All right, family, I want to hear from you. Call, email, text, voicemail, whatever, child. We just want to hear from you, okay? So give us a call at 818-252-9468. That's 818-252-9468. Or email us at aceofheartspod at gmail.com. That's aceofheartspod at gmail.com. Here we go. And I'm going to have our sister read one of our letters. Hey, Monique. My name's Jamie. My big sister's baby's father moved in during the pandemic to be closer to his kids. Now, the kids are fine, but he, on the other hand, is gross. He eats all of my snacks, and, of course, he doesn't have a job. How do I tell my sister to get this man out? Thanks. 
Sister, I'm going to tell you like this. One, now I know that you were gracious enough to let your sister and the kids come move in with you. Clearly, you were a little bit more financially stabled. I would talk to your sister as well as talk to him because she's probably not going to want for him to leave. Um, you know, leave her, leave the kids, da 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 I'm going to tell you to talk to them as a unit to get on their feet. Like, if he's not working already, then him leaving, he's not going to have any initiative to get a job to to take care of himself, to let alone to take care of the kids. So I think you should b- propose both of them leaving and getting on their feet so they can be in a financial stable place. Now, if you go, look, your sister, let's just say her name is... Tamisha, Tamisha, you can stay. He got to go. The kids, da 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 Well, girl, what is he going to do? I don't know. But first of all, the Bible says this. If a man don't work, he don't eat. That part. Okay. Second of all, you're not going to be, like, you are not his mother and should not be taking care of no grown man. Medea says this, and every big mother does too. You should have peace in your house where you live. And if you ain't got peace, sis, something got to change. So I'm going to tell you, give him an actual date. Give him a date. Give them a date as a unit. Like, he maybe needs to have to February 25th. And at that time, you know, boom, you need to find a place and give him another two weeks and say, sis, you're going to have to do what you need. You know what I mean? Like, I think nobody should be taking advantage of you. He should be doing everything in his power to make sure that he's providing for his children as well as his wife, his baby mama, whoever this your sister is to him. Um, because the reality is that he needs to be an example for the children. Um, and he should be trying to take care of the house that he's even staying in. Like, you can't be eating up people's food and not washing dishes, not taking care of the house. That's just trifling as hell. And if he can't abide by that, call, girl, change the locks. Just straight up change the locks. What he gonna do? Uh, bitch, what they gonna do? Drag you online? Oh, you family and you put me out. I surely did. Because you're not going to be in my house being disrespectful, not trying to contribute, not trying to work, not take, not not trying to take care of yourself. You a grown-ass man. Girl, don't take care of no grown-ass people. Uh-uh. Put them all out. So sorry. So sorry. Uh-uh. <clears throat> put them out. Well, we got kids. So, well, tell the kids to go get a job. Like, somebody going to need to go work. That part, okay? We just saw that this white girl just sold her bath water to pay her electric bill. This young man ain't got no excuse, Okay? Like, hell, he could be dicking somebody else down, paying the light bill. We wouldn't know, but the light bill would at least be paid. Not saying he should do that trash. Just let him go, girl. Tell your sister to let him go. Tell your sister to love herself, to honor herself, because this man is not doing so. And that is no representation of what a man should be for the children. And that is no man that is going to honor and fight for the woman that he's allegedly supposed to be dating with. Girl, trash and the dick probably ain't even that good either. Girl, send him out. Bye. Be blessed and let the Holy Ghost lead you. All right, talk to you later next week. All right, family, this was amazing. We had Matt Rogers. We talked about so many fabulous things. We found out that a young lady sold her dirty bath water and paid the rent. Girl, ain't you mad you didn't do it first? Anyway, we'll see you here next week on HeadGum. That was a HeadGum Podcast.